0: It is 1230 at night and I cannot sleep, so I'm going to just talk to you guys. So something that's been on my mind a lot recently as we've been drawing closer to the end of the year and closer to our New Year's resolutions are the, is the topic of motivation. And So I wanted to start out the podcast by reading a definition of what motivation is. So the dictionary's definition of motivation is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way or the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. You know, this is a topic that people have to think for themselves when they're going in for New Year's because everybody makes those New Year's resolutions that they tell themselves they're going to keep the whole year. It's going to make them better. They're going to do so well. And then four days later, they've given up. And a prime example of this is going to the gym. The gym is just one of those things where everybody wants to commit to doing it. But then nobody wants to actually commit to doing it. So you get all these people making excuses and not going to the gym forgetting that they have to go to the gym and they just are in general not interested, not motivated and not committed to doing it. And as my friend Mason would say, weak minded. So what makes you motivated? how do you motivate yourself? No, I don't really the, what make, what motivates you is a personal question that you have to find out for yourself. A very easy way, well, not easy, just a sure fire way to help motivate you is to become disciplined. Because when you're disciplined, you, it's harder to make excuses for yourself to make it so that you don't have to do something. Because when you commit to doing something with discipline you generally follow through with that commitment because you know you have to do it and you know that you won't do well unless you do it. So when I'm trying to motivate myself to do something, I generally have to think about multiple reasons why I should do this thing, why it will help me, and what will happen if I don't do it or if I slack off. Like for instance, with marching band. And I wanted to do marching band um, for my freshman year. I didn't know what it was about. All I knew is that you were just gonna be basically running around and playing on an instrument. And I thought that would be really fun. And then I did marching band and it was so hard my freshman year because you don't know what to expect when you're first starting something. And so it hits you like a truck. And so you have to learn from your experience, you have to grow stronger and wiser, so that you can do much better. And So you can get better every day, you have to strive to improve, you have to motivate yourself. But what does it mean to be motivated? As I explained in the definition, it's You have to be you have to have a desire or a willingness to do something. Or like a desire for change, a desire to get better, desire to push forward. Desire to improve your life. The motivation is is a key thing in reaching a change because your motivation is the turning point in your life. When you realize you need to change, you commit to doing that change, and you find reasons or things in your life that help you get that change. And so for me, when I was doing marching band, one of the things that I did to keep myself motivated was to think about all the things that I love about marching band or all the things that I love that's involved in marching band, which, for me it was both the music and the people. So one of my motivations for staying in marching band was the fact that I loved playing the music. I loved the satisfaction of learning music with, the, with all the other people in the band, mostly my section, but the band in general as well. I got huge satisfaction from learning how to play new music Because it gave me a feeling of accomplishment that I I was learning something. And then I loved the people in Marching Band. The people were always there for me. They were there with me for all of Marching Band the whole season. They went through everything you went through. They had to go through the whole grind set. They had to push forward through all the pain, suffering and do put in all the hard work to learn the music, same as me. But I guess (laughs) one of the things with uh, my freshman year was I was more concerned with just surviving the season and I didn't really start getting much satisfaction until the end and in November when you had all the payoffs and all the benefits. And then my second year of marching band, was almost equally as bad, not because I didn't have the experience, not because I didn't know what to expect, but because I didn't know what to expect. Because you see, my freshman year, I was on the lightweight instrument for my section, which was the marching tom, which was a lightweight instrument that was meant to give you experience in how to do marching band but this year or no, no, my second year of marching band, I had committed to playing quads or the tenors, however you want to see it, which is basically in our school, a 45 pound uh, five drum instrument that is really heavy, destroys your back, your core. And it's just not fun to carry around for three, six, nine, or even 12 hours at a time. It's not fun. (laughs) And you will want to take many, many breaks to take and take that drum off. You will have many excuses for why you don't want to put it on. So when I did quads, my original motivation for doing quads was that I thought that they were fun and they were easy. And that since everybody was going for snare, which is a coveted section in the marching band, I thought I would go for quads because I would get in easily. You know what? I had to put in so much effort because I had to learn how to read the music and then I had to learn technique and then I had to learn how to hold it. And oh boy, I was not ready because I was weak. I had only started going to the gym to prepare for marching band like two months before the season started, and I wasn't even working out very much, and so I was not prepared for the amount of strength and endurance capacity that was required of me to do quads, and so (laughs) naturally, I... I had to learn from all my mistakes and I made a lot of mistakes and I got called out for all my mistakes in front of either my subsection or the whole section and even twice the whole band. So I had to learn from my mistakes I had to grow wiser and I had to motivate myself to keep going, to push through the pain, to learn the music, and to just have fun. You see, the second year was a lot harder because I spent more time being yelled at because I was the youngest person in my section and I was doing a lot more things wrong than the other two people and so naturally I was uh, picked on a lot by the instructors. So yeah, I had a lot of things to learn my sophomore year. My junior year this is when things really started to pay off. And it was about as painful, if not more. Because you see, my junior year, they decided to really beef up the physical training program for the beginning of the season. And so every day from, let's see, when was it, about, June through July, I did physical training or PT every morning for about 45 minutes to an hour, which basically involved destroying your legs and core muscles for basically that entire time with water breaks included hitting all your core muscle groups and hitting all your leg muscles to basically strengthen you and make it easier for you to do all the marching and playing required in marching band. And that sucked. It really sucked. And everyone hated it so much. I still do. And I will dread it next year when I have to go through it all again. But that wasn't even the worst part. After you did the 45 minutes to an hour of PT every morning, then you had to do another 45 minutes to an hour of visual basics. And visual basics is basically the basics of marching. So we would sit there doing marching drills and learning marching technique for that entire time. And when they were being generous, you wouldn't have to wear your drum, but in a majority of the days, you would have to wear your drum. And that was so hard. Because after you're all breathing hard, you're tired and you're sore from doing PT, then you have to go and be tired and sore and out of breath, marching around with a drum on and playing too, every once in a while. And so by the end of that, like hour maybe even two of just doing straight exercising (laughs) and you really didn't want to do anything else but more often than not you had another six or seven hours of marching band and so you had to fight through all the pain and you had to really have motivation you really had to be motivated to be in marching band that year Because, oh boy, was it grueling. (laughs) Oh, but I had a lot more fun. Because you see, by your third year doing something, you kind of know the ropes of things. You kind of know what you're doing. And you can kind of help other people out. And so, I had a lot more fun my junior year doing marching band. And so, yeah. That's basically my three years of experience of marching band, and I hope I get two more. I want to do my senior year in marching band where I hope to be the section leader or the quad section leader. And then after I graduate high school, I want to try and do a season of DCI, which is Drum Corps International, which will arguably be like four times as hard as all the seasons that i marched because you're being a professional person, you're being a professional musician, you spend three months perfecting a show to the best of your ability, and then you go on like 14 or so different competitions, and it's it's just hard, okay? You have to be really motivated to do that, and you also have to pay money. Yeah, you have to pay a lot of money. But that's a story for another day so going back to the whole motivation stuff um when you're being properly motivated you can accomplish great things the motivation is a key to change to improving your life and to getting better and keeping yourself on track to doing better every day and without motivation and without discipline and in general, in interest in what you're doing, it will be very hard for you to stay motivated and to keep doing better. Like for example, doing math. When you're doing math, you ha- if you're gonna motivate yourself to do math, it basically means that you stare at those problems and instead of thinking to yourself, oh, I don't know how to do this, I, I shouldn't do this, I'm gonna see if I can go to the bathroom, yeah. let's go to the bathroom so we don't have to do it. Now instead of doing that, you commit to working on the problem. You try and figure it out in your head or you get help from the teacher or from a friend and you figure out how to do that problem. And once you figure out how to do that problem, you don't stop there. You don't say, oh that's good enough. That's good enough. I did one problem. You keep going. You keep going and you finish all the problems on the page And then if there's a back, you do all the problems on that page. Oftentimes, when you're trying to motivate yourself, you have to do the hard work without complaining. Because the more you complain, the more you'll find room for excuses. And the more you find room for excuses, the less you actually want to do what you need to do in order to be successful. And the less you do the work, the less payoff you get, the less benefits you get. And the, in general, you don't achieve as much as you could have, and nobody wants that. Everybody wants to get the maximum rewards, all the best benefits for doing the work. But the reality is if you slack off and if you don't do your work or you don't try very hard, you won't get a very good payoff. You won't leave feeling as satisfied as somebody who put in all the work, put in all the hours and just in general work their butt off. Like for me, this, these a couple months ago, we had auditions for um, honor band. Yeah. It was like the district honor band. So for me it took me a long time to motivate myself to doing what I needed to do. Okay. And I did have help. You see, I wouldn't have even started without being without receiving motivation from a girl that I know who's in my same band class. She pushed me to sign up for the audition and to work on the audition material with her and so once i looked at the material and i stopped thinking that this is the worst stuff imaginable uh, which uh, for uh, the mallet part uh, that never did stop (laughs) but as soon as i stopped thinking that it was the worst thing imaginable and i set myself to get to work i started excelling and it got easy and I was able to get a lot of work done. I was able to excel and I did really well. I was first chair in Honor Band because I devoted hours and hours into preparing the audition material. I didn't just spend an hour or so when I had time at home. I would be playing through the material in my head, tapping it out on a desk, on the back of my phone as I'm listening to something be listening to it in my head, staring at the music, playing it in band class before it started and after it started and after school and at home. When Even when I didn't want to, I would get up and I would practice that material over and over again and over again after that. And I would keep increasing the tempo. I would keep trying to work harder, faster, I would devote hours and hours into playing that material, and it all paid off, and I did really well. But that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't motivate myself, and I really didn't want to. I thought that it was way above my capabilities. Like I thought that if I genuinely auditioned that I wouldn't make it, but I did make it. And I wouldn't have known that I could unless I started and sometimes you just need a push to get yourself on the right path. So yeah, it's helpful to have a friend to help motivate you to do something and do what needs to be done. Like a lot of people, when they go to start something like a business or so, they have a friend, partner in crime or co-founder or just a consultant. Somebody that helps you get where you are, helps you get started and get on your feet. And without that, you would be more lost than you would be or could be. So it's always useful to have somebody that you know can help you, somebody that you can trust. Not everybody has that. So you should be lucky if you do. So one more thing i want to talk about for i call it a day is how can you motivate yourself in the future if you have none and then i'll talk about something i'll just talk about how i motivate myself to do things like going to the gym wait what was the first bit again yeah never mind we'll skip to the gym okay i can't remember the first thing anymore Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay, so basically, after the marching band season ended, I was really struggling to motivate myself to go to the gym. Like, I knew I wanted to go to the gym, and I wanted to go to the gym during marching band, but I just didn't have the time to do that. And so I would go to the gym. No, I wanted to go to the gym but I didn't have the time or the motivation or the energy to go to the gym. So after marching Men ended, there was a good two week period where I thought to myself, I should go to the gym. I should go to the gym. Yeah, I should really go to the gym. I need to get my butt off the couch, go to the gym. I need to stop being lazy and go to the gym. So after about two to three weeks of just thinking I should go to the gym, I should, I should, I should. I actually finally did. I went to the gym. I didn't know what I was going to do. I tried to work out, and I used one of my old workouts. And it hurt. I was very sore. But you know what? I felt really satisfied because I had managed to do it. I got up off my butt. I went to the gym, and I worked out. And I was really satisfied with myself because I motivated myself and went to the gym. And now we're about a month later. Yeah, it's been about a month. And I still struggle to find time to go to the gym. But I'm trying to devote about four to six days of the week where I can go to the gym. Because it needs to be even so that I can get in both upper body and arms, and then your legs all evenly, so that you're not working some more than the other. But I wouldn't have been able to motivate myself to go to the gym if I didn't know that I needed to change, that I needed to improve my body, to stay in shape. So you have to know what it is that you want. You have to set goals that you want to achieve. And then you have to put in the work to get there. Like when I went to the gym that first time, like I knew that I could do better if I really tried in all of the exercises that I did. And then as the weeks went by, I started to PR in basically all of my exercises, not at the same time. But as I would go along, I'd find that I was able to lift more, lift heavier, and do more, do more reps, and do more sets. But it wasn't just because I put in the time and the effort to go to the gym and lift hard and often. But it's also the things you do on the outside that help you, like your diet. Like I had to cut out a lot of the candy that I was eating. I'll admit, I still do eat candy. But I had to cut out a large portion of it and eat way less. And then I had to incorporate more protein into my diet. And so now, after every workout, I drink a protein shake. That gives me about 30 grams of protein. And then in my meals, I try to eat more protein. In, In general, I'm trying to eat a lot more protein because the protein is good for helping you build muscle. And so now, a month after first starting to go to the gym, I've improved so much since that first time. I'm doing better in every exercise since I started. And that's natural. But I keep setting new goals and I keep pushing myself really hard every time. And I make progress. Like, you won't be able to see it unless you see me all the time working out. But I see it. And that's good enough for me. And you should be satisfied in what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, only you are able to motivate yourself to do what needs to be done. You can have people yelling at you. You can have people telling you what you need to do. You can have people push, pull, and drag you where you need to be. But it's not the same unless you're the one doing it. People can yell at you all day and it'll have no effect on you it can go in one ear and out the other. You just don't care, you have to find it, you have to find what it is in your heart and then make the change that you need to make in order to commit. And then once you've committed and you've started setting a habit, you've started getting disciplined, you get motivation. You'll see a change in your heart. You'll see a change in your brain and your habit and your lifestyle that leads you for the better. So that's what I wanted to say. Now, I'm quite sure I got off track many times, but I hope you enjoyed listening. That's going to be all for now.